Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. How many people are hungry? I'm talking about for the Word of God. <laughs> I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about the Word of God. We have been studying and learning about ruling and reigning in Christ Jesus. And I believe when you put the teaching, the truth in the Bible into practice, your life will be full of victories. You will conquer the problems, the mountains that come against you shall be removed. Whatever the enemy tried to come against you, you will have victory and overcome the problems in life. I believe that this kind of teaching is very important to the body of Christ because God doesn't want all of us Christians to be a weak believer that are attacked by the enemy all the time and never, never know who you are and what you can do in this life. We need to be like King David. We can knock down Goliath. Amen? I'd like to encourage all of you to listen to the message that have been preached for many weeks already since the camp in August this year. We still have a lot to go. We learn how to rule and reign. How many people believe that we can rule and reign as kings in this life? I believe so because it's in the Bible. God never lies. In Romans chapter 5, verse 17, I read again one more time because many of you are here for the first time. For if by the one man's offense, death reign through the one. We don't want death. Is that correct? We want life. Much more, those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. We can reign in this life by the grace of God and by receiving the gift of righteousness. In other words, we need to know that we are righteous by the righteousness of God. Because if we don't believe that we are righteous, then we will feel condemned. We will feel inferior. We will feel ashamed. And when we have that kind of feeling, it's very difficult for us to move in faith and dependence on the grace of God. Ruling and reigning is not about pulling the gun and the knife to fight with the devil because the battle or the wrestling or the struggling is not of the flesh, but it's against principality, authorities, and demonic activities in this world. So we rule and reign by faith. And we cannot have faith to fight the battle unless we have the gift of righteousness and know that God loves us as much as He loved Jesus. God accepts us as much as He accepts Jesus Christ. And we can stand before His throne, before His presence, clean and clear and innocent because the blood of Jesus Christ have cleansed us from all unrighteousness. And we are righteous by the righteousness of God. A lot of Christians don't believe in righteousness. 
They still focus on their sins, their mistake, their wrongdoings, and they feel like they are just the old sinners. They cannot do anything much because God doesn't love them. They are so weak and poor sinners. If you have that kind of attitude, when the mountain come against you, when the devil come and attack your children at home, when a problem come against you, and your head drop, your shoulder drop, and you feel that you are not worthy enough to fight with the enemy because you are not righteous, you feel condemned and inferior all the time, then you already lose the battle. When I was a young man, maybe about 17 years old, I have to go into the Taekwondo tournament. I was, uh, I think at that time, I was first degree black belt, Taekwondo. When I went into that tournament, most of the opponents are American just max soldier. And I was only 120 pounds, they are 200 pounds. The lightweight at that time was 200, 120 to 200. So when I was standing in front of them, my leg was shaking because they're much bigger than me. And how am I going to knock them down? And my teacher say, my master say, you will win, you will win, and you can knock him down. So I have to go out into the ring with the faith that I'm going to knock that big giant down. And he's big. You know, what, the first man that I was fighting with was an uh, uh, African-American soldier. His chest like big like this. And he come out and he stand. And I was standing there like, wow, I was a young, small man, only 120 pounds, 17 years old, fighting with this 25 years old, just max soldier from America. But I knocked him down. I went out with faith, and eventually I knocked him down. I got the reward of first-degree black belt. Why? Because I have faith to fight. You cannot fight without faith. You cannot overcome without knowing who you are in Christ. On the way to Indonesia this time, I was watching a movie called Ipman 2. And when I watched that movie, I like to compare the story with the spiritual life. The Master or the teacher of Bruce Lee was fighting with a huge, big English boxer. And he's much smaller than that guy. This boxer just killed another Kung Fu teacher in town. That guy was dead, knocked out and died. And then he challenged all the Kung Fu fighter or teacher in Hong Kong, come and fight with me. I'm going to prove that I can win. So when I look at that, I saw this guy like, the devil or enemy or the mountains in life. And I see that Ipman come out, the teacher, the master Ipman come out to fight on the ring. And I see that he was so confident in his martial art. He was so confident that he's going to knock the enemy down even though he's much smaller than that guy. When Ipman came up to fight with his enemy, you need to understand that if this is you, are you going to rule and reign and fight with the problem in your life? You notice that Ipman did not come up with the face like this and shaking and fearful. He did not feel condemned that he cannot be defeated. He felt very confident in the Lord. And you can go up and no matter how big the problem is, you can just stand and fight and you will win. The end of the movie, 
he won. Praise God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and verse 2, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. We read last time from the book of 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 to 7. This is a message which we have heard from him and declared to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, everyone say in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Last time we learned that condemnation is a confidence killer. Condemnation of you feeling a shame on the inside of you will steal you from being able to rule and reign in this life. A lot of Christians walk around with the condemning feeling on the inside of them. They feel inferior. They feel that they are not loved by God. There are many reasons that people will walk in condemnation and cannot rule and reign in this life. Number one, because they don't even know that they have been washed by the blood of Jesus and they become the righteousness of God. They don't have to talk to themselves all the time that I'm a poor sinner. They can wake up in the morning and say, I am the righteousness of God by the blood of Jesus Christ. I have confidence that God loved me so much and I can rule and reign in this life. But the second reason that people live in condemnation that I mentioned last Sunday is that people don't walk in the light that they know or in the spirit that the Holy Spirit is leading them. We all have different kinds of lights in our Christian walk. Believe me, all of us have different levels of understandings and revelation from the Bible. But whatever we know in the Bible, we should walk in that light or that revelation that we know. If we can walk in that light, we will not feel condemned. We will not walk in condemnation or guilt feelings all the time. Definitely. Some issues in the Bible are very black and white. For example, if you study the Bible that we should not commit adultery, and all the Christians who read the Bible know that we should not commit adultery, and we walk in that light that we don't flirt with another person and faithful to our spouse, then we don't feel condemned. But there are certain issues that are very gray, and each Christian may be trained and learn from different teachers and have different belief or different kind of faith. For example, some Christians believe in not eating certain kind of food. Or some Christians may say, it's a sin to put a makeup on, to wear makeup. And another Christian say, if I don't put makeup to go to church, I don't honor God, then I'm sinning against God. So these two groups of Christians should not condemn each other. And they should walk in the light that they know. Amen. Romans chapter 14, I'm reviewing from last Sunday. Romans chapter 14, verses 21 to 22. We are learning right now how to get out from condemnation so that we can 
be confident and have faith in the Lord and rule and reign in this life. Romans chapter 14, 21 to 22 say, It is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine nor do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. So Paul was talking about people who come to see a brother who don't believe in eating meat or certain kind of food. And he said, don't stumble them, don't do that in front of them. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. So each of us have our personal level of revelation and light that we know and have it for ourselves. Don't use our conviction to condemn other people. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. So, if you have the conviction that you should not do that, do this, don't do it. Walk in that light, so you will be a happy man and a happy woman, and you don't feel condemned on the inside of you, and you can rule and reign in life. Look at verse 23. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats. If you don't believe in eating pork, and you eat it, then you feel condemned on the inside of you. Then you cannot rule and reign because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. What does it mean, light and revelation? It means that whatever you learn from the Bible, whatever you understand, you have that light and have faith in that subject. And you walk in that light in that subject. When you walk in that faith, you are not sinning against God and you don't feel condemned. But if you walk out of that light, you don't walk by faith anymore. You're doing what is against your own conviction. Then you feel condemned and you cannot rule and reign in this life. This is the key. The third principle of how to avoid condemnation, of how to live free of condemnation, is not to judge anybody what they practice. The Bible says that, but he who doubts is condemned if he eats, but he does not eat from faith. So it's a personal issue. Whatever you do in your Christian walk, you should not blame other people. You should not put your conviction on other people's plate and say, I want to judge you. I want to condemn you. Instead, we should walk in our own light and reparation. Amen? Keep your heart clear before the Lord. If you know you make mistakes, just confess and ask God for forgiveness, and He will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I want to emphasize this morning about two subjects, about living without condemnation so that we can rule and reign. In John chapter 21, verses 18 to 23, Most actually, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But you are old. You will stretch out your hands and another will gird you, carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. After Jesus was raised from the dead, he met Peter. And he told Peter how Peter going to die. Peter was going to be crucified on the cross with the head upside down. So he was trying to tell Peter how he would die. Listen carefully. Verse 20. Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, 
who also had leaned on his breast at the supper and said, "Lord, who is the one who betrays you?" Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, "But Lord, what about this man?" So he was pointing his finger to another disciple. Jesus said to him, "Listen carefully. This is a very good answer from Jesus. If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me." Let me read one more time this sentence. If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Then this saying went out among the brethren that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die. But if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? What does it mean here? It means that it is not your business. What I gonna do with his life? It's not your business. What gonna happen to his life? You mean your own business? Don't put your nose into other people's life. Don't be nosy. Don't be busy body. Jesus does not expect us to figure out somebody else's life. Jesus did not expect us to. Intrude in other people's business and judge them and criticize them. How they gonna worship God? I met a nurse a few days ago, and she said that she was looking for a church that sing hymns. And she said, "Praise God! You love to sing hymns. I'm not gonna bother with your business. I'm not gonna compare your church and my church. I'm not gonna be the one who judge you. What kind of song you like?" What kind of worship you like? It's your own business with God. Amen. In other words, God say that we should not pass judgment to other people. We should not even give opinion about somebody else. We should not make any comment about other people's business, especially their spiritual walk. If you don't pass judgment and criticism on other people, on other people's how they walk with God. Then you will not be judged. How many people want to be healthy? How many people want to be prosperous? How many people want to rule and reign? Whenever the problem comes, you can command it to go away. What you do? You walk in the light you know, and don't judge other people's business. Don't condemn other people. Amen. The Bible say clearly in James chapter four verse seventeen. Therefore, to him who knows to do good. And does not do it to him; it is sin. If we know what is right to do, and we don't do it, are we sinning? Yes, we are sinning. Are we feeling condemned if we don't do what we know what is right to do? Yes, we will feel condemned on the inside us. Are we going to rule and reign if we know what is the right thing to do and we don't do it? We are not going to rule and reign because we don't walk in the light that we know. The Fact is that we all make mistake. Once we make mistake, what should we do? Repent, confess, ask God for forgiveness. Amen. Too many Christians are not ruling and reigning. When they have sickness and they command sickness to go away, and they don't have enough faith, 
to command the sickness to go away. When the devil attacked their finances or their children, and they tried to tell the devil to keep his hand off from the children, they don't have that faith to do it. Why? Because they know in their heart that they are not doing what they're supposed to do, or they are doing something that is not according to the light that they know. So we have to be careful to really do what we know, the light that we know. But at the same time, a lot of people are not ruling and reigning because the Bible say in Luke chapter six verse thirty-seven, "Judge not, and you shall not be judged; condemn not, and you shall not be condemned; forgive, and you will be." Forgiven. The reason we are condemned because we judge other people, we condemn other people first, we make opinions about other people, and what happened? That turn around and we get condemned as well. In order to live a life of victory, ruling and reigning, we need to be careful with our mouth, what we say about other people' business. We need to be careful about what we write on the email and internet. Sometimes I see people put the blog in to attack certain churches and certain minister. The problem is that you cannot judge anybody. Why? Because number one, you don't know what kind of light they have, what conviction they have inside, what background they have, how they grow up. Maybe a Christian was abused by somebody when they were young, so they grow up in a certain way, and you come in and you judge them because you don't know their background, or maybe you know a lot of Bible but they don't know yet, and they just walk only in the level of the light they know, and you come and you point finger and you judge them. You know what happened? You shall be judged as well. That's why you cannot rule and reign. In James chapter five verse nine, very strong scripture. Do not grumble against one another. You come into the church. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. In other words, you come into the church. So many Christians, so many level of understandings. And you walk in, and you begin to condemn and grumble against somebody and judge somebody because they don't do what you do. That is a big mistake. A lot of time, we say that we never criticize or condemn anybody, or we never judge anybody, because your definition of the word judging is not right. You just say that you know I'm not judging. I just give my opinions about him and her. This is what I think about him and her. If you do that, you are guilty, and then you cannot rule and reign. I just want to encourage you to do one thing: to be wise. How to be wise? Stay quiet as much as you can. Stay quiet. Don't talk about other people's business. Don't criticize anybody. Life, because you are not them, and you don't know what's going on with their life. For example, one time a person come to me and say, "Did you see that YouTube about a minister who is very famous in America, and he was interviewed in the King Five News? Wow, 
it was not good. What do you think about him? And they say, you know, I think this man loves God, and I don't really know what he means and what is inside his heart at that time. And I make mistake. He make mistake. I believe God love him. I'm not gonna give any opinion about this man. It's not my job to give opinion about this minister. And the conversation is done. I will not use my mouth to criticize that preacher, because if I criticize, I will be criticized. Is that right? If I judge, I will be judged. So we need to be careful with our mouth how we talk about other people if we don't want to live in condemnation. How many people in this room need healing? Raise your hand up. How many people need more money? Raise your hand up. Oh, everybody. How many people need more anointing to minister with more power? Raise your hand up. How many people need victory in your life? Raise your hand up. Prosperity, finances, healing, anointing, victory comes by the grace of God. It's not that you do it yourself. God grace you to have enough finances to do things. God grace you to heal you. How do you get grace from God? You need to sow grace. S O W. If you sow kindness and mercy to other people, you will reap mercy and kindness and grace. But if you sow opinion, condemnation, judging, criticism, you will reap criticism, and you will not reap grace from God. I want to reap grace from heaven. How I reap grace? I need to sow grace. Amen. When somebody asks you, "What do you think about that brother in the church?" What do you think? Be careful. Don't open your mouth and talk about all the negative things about that person. It's not your business. It's the business of God. God is the only one who can judge people. A lot of things we may see, but still keep your mouth shut and don't talk about it. Don't condemn. Don't criticize. Look at Romans chapter 14, verses 3 to 4. Listen carefully. Let not him who eat, you can change the word eat. Maybe let not her whom put makeups or have a long hair or like hymns, but do like revival songs. The difference in practice in Christian life. Despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats. For God has received him. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master, he stands and falls. Who is the master? The Lord. Indeed, he will be made to stand. For God is able to make him stand. If God received your brother and sister, how dare you reject them and criticize them? This is how we should live if we want to rule and reign and receive the grace of God. When people come around you, you see their mistake because they don't have that light yet, or maybe they are still weak in their flesh. What we need to do is number one, don't condemn them. To don't criticize them with your mouth. Just love them. Just be good example to them. Pray for them. 
tell them the truth in the Bible, explain to them what is the right thing to do, and don't have the even a little bit of condemning spirit upon that person or against that person at all. If you can live like that, you will save that person. And God say, if he falls, God can put him up, and God can help that person. We don't have the right to judge anyone. Amen. Let me ask this question: How many of you have this experience? When you first became a new believer, you did many things that now you look back, they were terrible. How many people have that experience? I have to. When I was a new believer, I did a lot of bad stuff. You know why? Because I did not know the Bible, I did not have the lights regarding that issue yet, so I didn't even know that it was bad. I did it, but how come I get away? And God did not punish me right away, because God knows that I did the best I know how in the light I know. But because I did not know that part, I did not have that light. I did not intend to offend God, but because of my Ignorance, I did wrong. So God still have grace for me, but many years later, after I studied the Bible, listened to many sermons, being in the church for a long time, the new lights come in, more revelation, more understanding. Then I start to change my habits and my practice to be according to the lights that I know. So my life changed every single year. The way I treat people, the way I treat. Myself, the way I manage my money, the way I respond to people around me, because every year I get more lights from God, and then I walk in the lights that I know now, so that I don't have to feel condemnation on the inside of me. So everyone say, "Don't condemn anybody. Don't judge anybody. Don't give any opinion concerning anybody." Amen. Can we do that from now on? How many people need grace? I need grace. So let's do what? So grace. Amen. When people make mistake, instead of judging them, do good to them, help them, sow the grace of God into their life, and you will reap the grace of God. Another way to stay away from condemnation. How many people heard Jesus say like this? I want you to be either hot or cold. Don't be lukewarm. How you can stay away from condemnation? This is how you stay away from condemnation: is to be hot. Because if you are lukewarm, you're gonna feel condemned on the inside of you. In other words, if you want to rule and reign, how many people want to rule and reign? Raise your hand up one more time. How you can avoid condemnation? Number one, receive the gift of righteousness by faith. Believe that the blood of Jesus. Already cleanses from all unrighteousness. We confess our sin. At the moment you confess and receive the forgiveness, you are as clean as Jesus Himself. You are not condemned anymore. Two, you walk in the light that you know and walk by the Spirit. Three, you don't condemn anybody because when you condemn others, other people will condemn you, and God will bring judgment to you because you judge other people. And number four. How do you stay away from condemnation? Is to be hot. What does it mean? It means to do the best you can for the Lord. Everything you do, you do the best you can. You are not sloppy. 
If you're gonna do the PowerPoint, do the best you can. If you're gonna sing song for God, you sing the best you can. If you're gonna read the Bible, you read the best you can. Whatever God tells you to do, do the best you can. Do you know that God knows your heart, whether you play game with God or not? When you do the best you can, then you don't have to feel condemned anymore. Every Sunday before I came up to preach, I told the Lord on Saturday I read my sermon two times, keep reading, 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 and I say I'm gonna preach the best I know how. I may not be perfect, I may not be the best preacher in the world, but one thing that God knows. Is that I preach the best I know how, and I don't have to feel condemned when I walk down to lay hand on people. I don't have condemnation on the inside of me, because I do the best I know how to be a husband. I do the best I know how to be the pastor, to preach the word of God, to prepare my sermons, and not only that, I'm going to be better next year. Be better in the next year. If you can live like that. You know God deserves the best of the best. Is that right? He's the kings of all kings. Therefore, we need to be hot, do the best for God. Don't be sloppy. When people around you see you, wow, he is the ambassador of the King of all kings. I noticed that he did the best in his job. He managed the finances in my company very well. He is the best employees. He is the Best Christian that I have ever seen in my life. If you can do that all the time, you will not feel condemned. You remember the Bible say, "Be ready in season and out of season." What does it mean? It means don't be slacking. Get ready all the time. Get ready to fight all the time. Know the Bible. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do the best you can, and then condemnation cannot attack you. The devil cannot attack you that you are not doing the best you can. This is what I learned. If you're going to do something for God, let's do the best. If casinos have good stuff, should the church have good stuff? You think anything for God is too expensive? We should not be cheap to God. Amen. If you're going to get the chair, get the best chair for God. Do the best we can. Everything we should do to God, the best we know how, and then we don't need to feel condemned on the inside of us. Amen. Everyone say excellence. We need to be the people of excellence to avoid condemnation. That's why we need the grace of God so much. If we want to be excellent and do the best for God, we need a lot of grace. When we went out to feed the poor, we have two choices. Pastor Da talked to me. One choice is to make cold sandwich. Another choice is to make hot turkey with good coffee and the best gift. And Pastor Da say, "We're gonna go on that street on the representative of Jesus Christ. We go in the name of Jesus. If we're gonna feed the poor, let's do the best." So she bought. 20 pounds turkey, big piece of hams. She prepared two days ahead. She woke up at 3 a.m. in the morning, put in the oven, and she said, "Today I'm gonna cook the best turkey for the homeless people." 
the best we know how. Amen. The church has to be the best. If we even give to the poor, we still need to give the best thing to the poor, not the leftover. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you are parking attendants, do the best parking. If you're going to clean the house of God, do the best you can to clean the house of God. Be people of excellence. And if you can do that, what God will do to you. If you do the best you know how, God will add more to you. And you're going to be better next year. Is that right? If you practice what you learn from the Bible, the best you know how, God is going to give you more knowledge next month. Because you're already a good steward to do the best what you have and what you know. Then next year is going to be better. Year 2012 is going to be better than year 2011. Year 2013 you're going to be better. You're going to be rich in faith. You're going to be rich in knowledge. You're going to be rich in the grace of God. You're going to be rich in the favor of God. You're going to be rich in finances. You're going to be rich in everything because you do everything for God the best you know how. And you shall rule and reign in Christ Jesus. Amen? Everyone say, excellence. The best of the best. Amen. First John chapter 3, verse 18. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. This is in the same line as what I'm talking about. If we know the light and we don't walk in the light, what's going to happen? If we know that we need to love one another, we need to love people and we don't love people with our action. We just say it, but we don't do it. Look at verse 19 and 20 and 21. First John 3, 19 and 21. And by this, we know that we are of the truth. If we walk in love, in action, do it. Show assure our hearts before Him. I want to change the word. We will have confidence. We are assured. We are not condemned. We don't feel ashamed. We don't feel inferior anymore. We can be assured before God that we are righteous. We are walking in the light that we know. For if our heart condemns us, you know we need to love people. You know the light of God in you, but you don't practice it. What happened? Your heart will condemn you. God is greater than our heart and knows all things. In other words, you cannot fool God. You can fool man, but you cannot fool God. God knows that you do the best you can or not. God knows exactly what is in your heart, what light you have in your heart. And if you don't practice the light you know, God knows that you are not practicing the light you know. You cannot fool God. And if you practice the light that you know, what happened? Your heart will not condemn you. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. You can see here, condemnation is a big enemy to faith and ruling and reigning and dominion in life. If you feel condemned all the time, you cannot have confidence when you pray. When you have condemnation in your heart, you cannot speak to the devil with faith that go away from my house right now because you don't have confidence in what you say. Confidence will go down when condemnation go up. When condemnation goes away, confidence come up. 
Let me read one more time. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. Do you notice that the Bible does not say when God condemns us, when the Holy Spirit condemns us? No. Who condemns us? We ourselves. We feel guilty on the inside of us when we don't walk in the light. Amen. When we know that we don't do the best for God, we sloppy, we drop the ball. Then we feel condemned inside. Our heart condemns ourselves. Then we don't have confidence. Look at verse 21 and 22 again. This is ruling and reigning. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever, what does it mean, whatever? What does it mean? It means whatever. That's right. We ask, we receive. From him. How many people want to live that kind of life? Whatever you ask, heaven drop into you. Again, you ask another thing, drop into you. Wow. Is it a ruling and reigning? Is that a victorious life? Whatever you call from heaven, heaven support you. You ask something, come. God support you. I like that. Whatever you ask, you receive from him. Ruling and reigning and victory. Because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. The key of ruling and reigning is to stay away from condemnation. And how we can stay away from condemnation is to know the commandments of the Lord and do what is right in His sight, walk in the light that we know. If we make mistake, what should we do? Get right with God. Confess our sin. Ask God for forgiveness. Have pastor allow make mistake? Yes. I have made mistakes in my life every day. But I say to God, God, I'm sorry. Could you please forgive me? Could you please cleanse me from all unrighteousness? Once I say that, God is just and faithful. He cleanses me from all unrighteousness. And I can stand up like that kung fu fighter again. I have confidence again to kick the devil and say, devil, don't touch my kids. Don't touch my finances. Don't touch my body. Get out of here from my life. Mountains, you have to move into the sea. And I can say with confidence because I don't feel condemned. I don't feel that God doesn't love me. I feel that God Love me. I know and I know that God accepts me as much as He accepts Jesus Christ. And I can rule and reign. I can have confidence in the Lord. Amen? You may say that, oh, is it true that this is going to happen in life that Pastor Lao preached? I just got an email from another country. The pastor told me that, wow, ruling and reigning is real. And faith really works. This pastor went to visit an elderly woman who is a Christian, but suffered from this herniation in her back, and the pain shoot down the leg. This patient was not able to get up at all. Even move a little bit, the pain would shoot down into the leg. And the doctor said, you need to get MRI, you may need surgery. But this patient said, I don't want surgery. So the pastor and two persons of the team of the church went to visit. This is our church there. 
in another part of the world. Went to visit this lady and explain about ruling and reigning. The pastor say, "You are a daughter of the King of all kings, and God wants you to rule and reign by faith through Christ Jesus." This Christian never heard about this subject, but open, and they began to worship the Lord together. Eventually, the Lord leads the pastor to turn on the CD title called "Faith Part One." We have it too in this church. So the lady listened to the sermons and say "Amen" and "Amen" and "Amen." And at the end, in the CD, we have the Holy Spirit moving. You know, we I lay hand on people, say "Fire, fire, fire." So why? They were listening to that part. The Holy Spirit came upon the room, and then the pastor say, "If you want to rule and reign, you need to command this sickness to go away, and you need to exercise your faith by action. You need to get up and walk. You need to understand this lady could not move. Every time she moved, boom, pain go down the leg. After she listened to the sermon, she say, 'In the name of Jesus.'" You must go away right now. This pain, and she got up and walked, and the pain completely gone. Yeah. This is a true story in the email here. I just read it this morning. Just came to me. Can we rule and reign by faith? We need the grace of God. That lady was healed by the grace of God, because she reached out to God by faith. She listened to the CD called Faith Part One. She commanded to go away. She obeyed the light of God in her. Said that if you want to exercise your faith, you need to practice what you have faith in. So she got up and walked, and she was totally healed. Amen. This is a spiritual principle. I'm not teaching you scientific principle. H2 plus O equal to water. That is scientific principle. I'm teaching you spiritual principle that you can walk victoriously in this life to rule and reign in life. We need to stay away from condemnation. Every day, receive the gift of righteousness by faith. Confess your sin. Ask God to cleanse you. Walk in the light that you know. Walk in the spirit. When the spirit told you to do something, you do it. Don't condemn other people. Don't judge other people, so that you will not be judged and condemned. And the last thing, walk and do everything the best you know how. I'm not saying that you will be better than another person. When John Jesus was walking on earth, he did the best. He gave whole life to the Father. We need to do everything the best we know how, and then the devil cannot look at your face and say, "You remember that day you judged somebody, you condemned somebody." I'm not going to listen to you because you judge somebody. You're not going to have grace from God, or the devil will not talk to you. You remember that day you were sloppy for the things of God. Ha 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 ha! You're not loving God enough. Then you feel condemned. Every time I lay hand on people. To pass the file of God, I have confidence with all my heart that I'm righteous, I'm clean, and God loves me, and God's going to use me to touch these people. 
I never walk around with feeling of condemnation. I confess my sin before I come to church. I know I come with the cloth of righteousness, and I will do that every single day when I wake up. Amen. Everyone say the gift of righteousness. Number two, walking in the light, walking in the revelation that I know. I will not judge anybody. I will not make any opinion. Or comments about anybody. It's not my business. <laughs> For I will do the best I know how. No condemnation in me. I am loved by the Lord, accepted by the Lord, as much as He accepts Jesus. I rule and reign. When the mountain comes to me, I speak to the mountain. When the enemy attacks me, I command the enemy to go away from me. I resist the devil. I submit to God, and he will flee from me. I have victory. Upon victory. Upon victory. Ha ha ha! Ho ho ho! Hehehe! <laughs> oh, I know the devil is not happy that I preach this message. He's not happy. Hallelujah! <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you have any Ill feeling on the inside you, command it to go away. Don't keep it. It's from the enemy. Amen. If you feel condemned right now about certain issue in your life, confess your sin, ask God for forgiveness, and move on. Don't look back. God remember your sin no more. Why don't we do that right now? If you feel some guilt in your life about something you did when you were young. Maybe you stole money from your mom. Maybe you gossip about your teacher. Maybe you know you should have done something, but you did not do it, and you still feel guilty. Ask God for forgiveness. Let Him cleanse you from all unrighteousness, and start anew today. God' love and mercy is anew every morning. Oh Lord, forgive all of us. We confess our weaknesses and sin, Lord. We're not gonna put emphasis on the sin, but on Your righteousness. We thank You, Father, that on the cross, Jesus received the sins of the whole world. He was made sin, so that we can have righteousness of God. Oh Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask you to help us to walk in the light that we know. Help us, Lord, to control our thinking, our mouth, not to condemn, to judge anybody. That we were gonna love people, encourage people, without judging them, Father. Help us, Lord, by the Holy Spirit, 
to do the best, to the excellence way we know how, Lord. Every day of our life, we thank you, Lord. We rule and reign through Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. How many people say I'm g o i n g to practice practice what I learned today? Raise your hand up. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Practice what you learn. Remind one another in the house what you learned today. Thank you, Lord. Let's stand up and sing a song together. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done have been washed away by Your only Son. Bring me Your tired, You said. Bring me Your weak. Bring me Your hungry masses. We seek Your glory. Your glory.